Hi everybody, welcome back to another episode of Beyond the Post. I'm your host Jordan Abdul. Just want to apologise that we haven't been able to get any episodes out over the last couple of weeks, but I've been injured and been trying my best to get back playing and we've also had a couple of the boys that have been busted, so most of the time we don't have the full squad in, so apologies on my behalf, but this episode today we've got a really, really special guest is been our number one for the last five years and he's probably been the number one in everyone's heart as well for the five years he's been here. So just want to introduce Adam Quinlan. Thank you, Jordan. Thank you yeah. for the lovely words. And, um, <laughs> Cheers, mate. Been working on that all morning. <laughs> Pleasure to be on here and looking forward to the chat. Yeah, yeah um, we're going to do it a bit different with you because obviously we've got like five years to talk about and yeah, obviously we had the news that yeah moving on at the end of the season so I thought it'd be fitting to pretty much just try and sum up the five years you've had and dissect it into little categories so we'll just start off like right back at the beginning how did you end up coming to Ulkaya because I remember because I was here like you didn't come until like later on into the pre-season did you yeah yeah it took a bit of time actually and then Sheensy I think got in contact with um, agent and then we had visa troubles and bit of a struggle and then I think we finally got sorted and I landed um, New Year's Eve I think yeah, yeah I wouldn't say it was yeah. then you played like that did you play the yeah, dad you played the dad yeah, yeah, yeah. I was yeah. like oh my god I don't know he's done this straight into but... it and yeah to be honest I, I, um, I'd been doing a bit of training but I don't know if I was ready for it straight <laughs> away but um, yeah no so back then and finally I was glad, I was glad that um, we got the visa sorted and, yep. and got to get over here and uh, yeah, straight into it. Did you know, obviously you'd, you'd already been at Saints, did you know much about Hull KR as a club or was it more you just knew that there was a team that was in Super League? Like, Well, we, <laughs> we weren't in Super League that year. Oh, but, yeah, um, yeah, good point, yeah. yeah. Um, so obviously yeah, I've had that time before in England, but uh, I knew obviously of the club and things like that, but um, I didn't know in depth as much obviously as I do now. Uh, I did a bit of research then and, like I said, yeah, we we're in the championship that year, yeah. and um, Sheen spoke to Sheensy, and he was um, ambitious and the way to get back into to Super League, and um, so I, I was keen to come over back to England again and um, try and contribute to that season and and uh, get the team back to the club back to where they should be. I think that'd be the tough thing. Like, how do you persuade a player to come from the NRL <laughs> clubs to come play? Championship on the hope of getting to Super League. I can't imagine your first initial thought would have been like, oh yeah, it's just what I wanted to do this season. But I think Tim Tim's pretty good at selling a story, isn't he? Yeah, we all know Tim can talk and uh, <laughs> talk for days. But um, yeah, he sold it pretty well. And I always, after my time at um, in England before that, a few years before, I'd always wanted to come back. To be honest, I wasn't sure it was going to be that that early or that soon. But um, the opportunity came and it all sounded good. And I thought, you know what? Stuff it, yeah. we'll give it a go, and um, yeah, haven't looked back since. So now we've nearly got a Yorkshire accent, so it's yeah, not too bad. Yeah, getting close. Doing well. Um, <laughs> we'll just talk a little bit about like your time in the NRL. Obviously, you had that season with Saints, and then you went back home. How come it didn't work out? Was it just the people in front of you, or yeah? Um, so I come when I first come into to the top grade, I. I played uh, f- towards the end of my first season when I debuted. I played m- towards the end of that, most of that. And then the next season, I played most of it. And then after that, it was sort of, um, yeah, other players. The coach said it, it didn't really see me being in there that season. Then I went to St. Helens 
um, for that year and then went back again to St. George. Um, it was just sort of in and out that year, um, just sort of filling the gaps when injuries or state of origin come about and things like that. So um, I didn't really see that changing too much there. So um, I had to look for a better opportunity and, and that's when um, Sheensy come in. And um, like I said, it was earlier than I thought it was going to be to come over here. But um, yeah, the opportunity to play all the time and, and yeah, get back into the Super League and, um, and play there. Um, was looking good, so I thought, yeah, I'll give that a crack. And I think, like, whenever I ask, like, especially like the old boys and stuff like that, we all talk about once you get like a taste of playing first team. Because you're a young lad, it's almost easy to get dropped the week after and stuff like that. Was it similar to that? Sounds similar to what you're saying, like when you're back in Oz, it's almost like you get a couple of games and then. It's easy to not play for months after yeah, months and then yeah. frustration builds. So it's interesting to hear that it's from both sides. I think it probably helps that you've been at an NRL team, being able to come over to Super League. I think young kids who are in Super League clubs probably find it hard to then go get another Super League club after playing only like five or six games. So I think that's where you had like a bit of an advantage there. Um, we'll talk a little bit about that year in the champ. Mm. Obviously, we went to some terrific stadiums and <laughs> yes. played on some great surfaces um how would you compare like Batley away to you know playing at I don't know some of the top NRL stadiums yeah um, <laughs> to be honest I didn't know a lot about like the the grounds and and stadiums and things like that so a couple of times it was um a bit of an eye-opener <laughs> but um we uh you make the most of it and the the support um, and the atmosphere, do you know what, sort of nearly made up for that, which was good because obviously that year we were winning a lot. We always had a, yeah. and we do most of the time anyway, but we always had a great away following. So um, we always had good support and, and a good atmosphere at the games and especially when you're winning. But um, <laughs> yeah, the the grounds themselves and, and the changing rooms at times weren't um, what I expected, but it was all right. It's, it's just <laughs> strange, isn't it? Like, even like some of the Super League teams, like, Castleford, obviously, they've got like a smaller pitch yeah, and tiny, yeah. small changing rooms. I think when you've come from <laughs> the elite to some of the things that we've got in store, it must think. I remember this season, first time we played at Cass and Tackers looked at the pitch and yeah. went like, oh my <laughs> God, like, how, how are they allowed to play over pitch yeah. like this? So, yeah. I forget because I've been here now for five years, so I sort of like... I'm used to it, but yeah, guys like that when they come in their first game and that, it's a bit of a, an eye-opener and a shock and they go, oh, jeez. But... Can it affect you, like, going into the game? Like, obviously, we turn off, get off the coach, quick look at the pitch, and then you walk into the change rooms, do you think, like, <laughs> what am I doing with my life? Like, <laughs> this is not what I thought I was doing. Some people might think that. I didn't. I sort of had a bit of a laugh and uh, I'd be sitting in the next guy's pocket, but um, but it was all it was all good. But, um, yeah, like I said, used to it now and... It's been all good. Yeah. Finish off on that champ year. Obviously, we got promoted. promoted yeah. We won like the first, what, four games in the middle eights, it was then. Yeah. It? And it was all done nice and easy. It was just. We kept bringing in players at like different <laughs> times, didn't we? Like, we brought in Zach Docker Clay, then Mossy yeah, came Zach, later on Mossy. in the year, didn't he? It's just. It was almost like the closer we got to the end, we just yeah. brought in like one or two extras. And I think. I think that summed him up as well, didn't he? He never knew mm. what he wanted, so he just yeah. wanted everything. And Yeah, we didn't know what was going to happen. But 
Yeah, that year was good though. Like, although we didn't win every game, and I think at times people expected us to, and yeah. you know they might jump up and down if if we lost the game and think that you know we weren't gonna get promoted. But like you said, yeah, we won the first four, I think, in that, and we're pretty much we're safe after that. Or did yeah. we have to win one more? And it was um, somewhat one because we beat Witness, didn't we? Yeah, and, yeah. It was that, so it was lucky when we got to that time of year. Um, you know. We put it together and, and it all went pretty pretty smoothly and um, yeah with a couple of weeks to go we were safe weren't we so it was um, it was a great year and a great memory um, obviously that was the goal of the team and the club yeah. to get straight back up and and to do it um, fairly smoothly was you know a, a bit of a dream and um, yeah something I'll never forget getting up there and um, and the, the creating that witness game and then. Um, Stan, I think we when Shall we scored that intercept try. Yeah, I remember just like looking and thinking, keep going, keep going. And, and you look back on them videos and you've got the commentator going, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll forever remember that. Um, <laughs> oh, that voice will be in my head of him screaming for him, and then him doing the eagle celebration. Oh. It was uh, nah, great memory, and then celebrating in front of the fans, and um, you know, I think I think they all deserved it too. Like I said, the support we got all year, like on their way trips and that, and then putting in traveling there on a Sunday afternoon and having to get up for work the next day, and um, it was just good that we could reward them and and yeah, get back up into Super League straight I away. Mean, I think the home attendance is one too far off what we get now. Yeah, like, in Super Leagues, yeah. Obviously, we contribute with the Super League teams where we get away We're travel away, as well, yeah. but. In terms of like home fans on home games, that it didn't seem any different, did it? I think the fans yeah, was, was really unreal. good that year, weren't they? Yeah, it was unreal. It was like yeah, like you said, the East End was full. Like most of the stadium, yeah, it would be no different to to what it is now. So we're pretty pretty blessed and lucky with the support and um, and passion that they showed all, all season. And um, yeah, it was great. Yeah, and then obviously got promoted. And then, obviously, I didn't spend the next couple of seasons with you, so I can't really comment. Yeah, so I'm yeah. just going to ask. Yeah, this. <laughs> loan ran out, that's what it was. <laughs> uh, just talk about, so obviously, you, you go from winning almost every week in the yeah. championship and then it's almost like a shock to the system to then be struggling a little bit. Like, we've yeah. had, like, three or four years where we've spent, like, towards the bottom, like, how tough has it been, like playing in a pivotal position like fullback to almost being a team that is struggling as opposed to winning all the time? Yeah, it was obviously a bit different. Yeah, like I said, the year before, winning winning most of them games and then obviously knowing it was going to be a lot tougher going up um, into the Super League competition. But I think at the start, we were still confident that we could be competitive and, and things like that. And, um, and then I think early on in that first season, um, we lost a few games from about by about two points or something, and yep. um, when we look back on it, they were pretty costly. Um, but so we thought we were, we were still thereabouts, and then um, whatever there might have been injuries, and then form, and obviously keeping that that level every week was was difficult at times. And um, yeah, it was unfortunate. I think it was we ended in the bottom the bottom eight system again, yeah. um, and that was. That was frustrating and um, whatnot, but I think in that um, middle eight format again, we I think we did well in that and we were safe pretty early. Pretty early again, yeah. We won. Uh, I think we lost to Salford, but we won um, like the big games that we needed to. The other teams like Toronto, uh, Leeds. Uh, what are we in? One more from the Super League that I think 
was Witness still in Wit- then? Yeah, yeah Witness would beat them. So um, we were pretty well safe early there. But yeah, like I said, the se- like you said, the season compared to the one before was um, a bit of a shock early yep. on and, and a bit different and, and hard to take at times. But um, yeah, in saying that, I, I still enjoyed it. And uh, that year probably was probably personally my uh, my best season, I think, actually here. Yep. I did my ACL at two games to go, I think, or maybe three. In the in the middle eights, which obviously not ideal, but before that, I had a don't think I missed a game all season. So for me, it was it was um, not a bad year. But as a team, yeah, we'd have liked to have done a lot better, and yeah. it was a bit disappointing. Yeah, I'm glad you touched on obviously doing your ACL because you have had some <laughs> long weird injuries that you, like your ACL, you can't account for doing your ACL. Can it? It's not yeah. a contact injury. It's yeah, just, just untouched, if yeah, it's gonna go, over. it's gonna go, and then. Even like last year when you did your wrist, wrist yeah. just putting your hand on the floor, like yeah. <laughs> I think you and Dean Adley have got to be the most <laughs> unlucky people for getting just weird injuries that you just don't know really mm. what you could do with. Is it just is it just bad luck and it's probably just testament to your character that you stay positive through it all? Because I know if I had them yeah. type of injuries, like my head would be an absolute wreck, but. Yeah, I just think yeah, like bad luck is is one of them, especially the one um, last season, which was yeah, um, yeah the broken wrist, which I just went to dive on the ball, and it just was unfortunate the position we got in. I think back, ah, oh, should I have tried to get on it? But <laughs> um, yeah, things like that happen, and I just tried to all the way through it. Think you know what other people have been through it. Things could be worse, um, you know, and and just try and look at. Uh, the end date of it and to come back and, and play and um, yeah like my career has since I've been here been hampered with with those and um, a bit of a pain in the backside but yeah yep. there's, there's nothing you can do and you just got to try and look for the, the positive and and uh, crack on I think well I say from an outsider obviously I'm your teammate as well but I'd like to think that everyone would remember you here as the fullback who Scored tries and created plays <laughs> rather than the fullback that was injured. Nah, a bit. Definitely. Like I feel like you definitely contributed on the pitches more than you did off the pitch. Hundred percent. No, thank you for that. I appreciate it. Uh, we'll talk. We've spoke about like the lows of the club this season. We've almost turned over like a new leaf, haven't we? Mm. Last year was such a strange year for everybody in the world, but like even us as a club, like changing the team every week and could you sense that something was changing and that we'd hit the stripes that we have this year or did has it almost come like a little bit out of nowhere I, you could maybe sense a little bit but not yeah. to the extent I don't think yeah um yeah last year obviously that was all over the shop with the COVID and the season stopping and then coming back and um playing some really good games and then you know team changing all the time and but then this year, like in pre-season, you know, felt good and um, felt like we could do a lot better and um, be really competitive. But then, you know, to have, it might have been four weeks ago, I think we lost a couple in a row, but about four weeks ago, looking at, you know, we could be finishing top four. And it's yeah. like, to think of where we were last year to at the end of the season to, you know, looking at a potential top four finish, it was madness. And um, I think it's just credit, yeah, to the club and the staff, the the players, um, everyone involved, and um, getting behind and and um, 
and yeah, changing things and 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 pushing and striving for that and and getting there. I think it's it's well deserved, and yeah, hopefully this week that's um, backed up with a clinch in a, a finals position. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully the boys can go out and get it done. Um, the saviour's back now, so we're right. <laughs> <laughs> King's back. <laughs> Would you say this is the best you've seen the club like? on the field but also like off the field obviously we've now got Craven Street going and the new logo and stuff like that which I think all the boys really like at the minute as well so yeah is this like the best you've seen the club and the best you can see the club moving forward yeah definitely in my time here without a doubt um, I think the the club is progressing in, in the right direction and um, yeah, like you said, the the Craven Street, just something like that. I think it's um, it's unreal, and I think um, there'll probably be a lot of other clubs in the future follow suit in similar ways. And um, and yeah, with the the logo and um, that changing and and more modernising it, I think it's great. Um, like you said, heading like I said, heading in the right direction, and um, the success on the field as well is only just adding to all that. So I think it's. Um, on and off the field, the, the club is, is heading in, in the right direction and um, that's wonderful to see and, uh, yeah, I'm really happy. Yeah, yeah good. We're well, just going to... Obviously, you've had Tim when you first came. Yeah. And then you've had Tony for the last couple of years. Do you think they're similar or if they're not? So what, what do you think like the main differences between them are and what different things did they add to you as a player? Um... Yeah, I think they're they're different. Um, how I don't know. I think Tony more. Um, he's more than Tim on the mental sort of side of things. Yep. Um, Tim was always liking to, uh, like a training, be out there and and you know calling the players as you know and, yep. and trying different um, different plays and trick shots and things at time like that. Um, so yeah, it's hard. I think. I think they're yeah different types of of coaches. Um, I've thoroughly enjoyed both of them to be honest. You know, um, Tim Tim was great. He got me here. Uh, had a great time under him. Played played really well at times with his style. Um, and then yeah, Tony coming in, yeah, he's been great for us as well. Obviously, you can see especially this season where you know how the team's changed and and where we've headed. And um, I think you know he's help me at times as well with you know off the field things um which i think you know especially this season early on i wasn't playing too well and you know was you know not maybe had other things going on in my head and um he helped me sort that out and um and i think it uh that that showed as i was starting to, to feel i was getting playing a lot better yep. um and then obviously the injury but um yeah both i think different but you know i've i've got on well with both of them really well with both and um yeah. I mean, that's one thing about Tony. He wants to know you're all right within yourself before he even yeah. talks to you about rugby, which not all coaches are like that. And yeah. I think that's why he has such an effect on a lot of the players. Like, you can understand why he's been successful with the teams he's had. If mm. the, it's yeah. almost like the players want to play for him because. Yeah, they know that he's he's looking out for them and yeah, yeah he's got that care. So, oh, yeah, it's definitely good. Yeah, it's, and like, yeah, it's shown this season, yeah. What we're going to do now, Right. a couple of questions. We're just This is over your full five years. Five years, yeah. So it's almost like a mini version of teammates, but yeah. it could be anybody and or like any people. It could be a group of people. So 
first question who's the strangest <laughs> team I, I, I think, sure think everyone one, but... knows that uh, that's definitely uh, Ryan Shaw <laughs> um, I think everyone in rugby league knows how strange yeah, knows he is like. um, but I get on really well and still really good mates with Shoei and um, some of the memories it's hard to to go back and think of them because there was that many like when I was on my own I just basically would live at his house um, and he was just it's hard to describe him like so yeah it's strange but then he can be normal at times like my parents come over to visit and I was like oh you don't know what to expect from this guy and then he turns up and he's like how you going nice to meet you like normal as I'm like that's not him that's someone else <laughs> behaved like Ryan that day rather than show yeah <laughs> but I'm sure everyone's got a story on him and he's um I don't think Forget rugby league. I think in life you'll struggle to come across a stranger guy than him. <laughs> but a great fellow nonetheless. He great is a fellow. great fellow, but he is crazy, <laughs> yes. isn't he? The yes. next question was the most funniest. Obviously, you could have him in that category, but I think yeah, he's funny because reasons. he's yeah. yeah, just not like anybody else. Like, What other players have you come across that were just like naturally just funny people who you just love to be around? I think... Um, you know, Danny Addy was always quite funny, wasn't he? Like, he's a bit of a loud and um, joker of the crew. He was he was really funny. I also used to find Nick Scruton yeah. really funny. Like, just, I don't know if uh, everyone was laughing at the time, whatever, but I would be there and I'd just be chuckling to myself and go, you know like what? like Mr. Serious, but yeah. funny as well. <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah. Um, he was great value. Um, <laughs> trying to think the last few years, who have we got? Um, this year it's hard. I need to look at a list. Yeah, we haven't really, really got a funny team, really. No, yeah, <laughs> Greg, Greg's pretty, pretty no, funny. Actually, yeah, yeah, Greg, Greg's good value, isn't he? Um, but he, he's just like a stripped back version of Showy, and he like, he's, yeah, Greg's yeah. pretty strange, but just not to the extent. Yeah, not to the extent of Showy would take it to Showy. Uh, but I have to say, yeah, they pop up straight away, Addy and um, Screw. Actually, you know what, Tommy Lee. <laughs> Actually, he makes me laugh a lot too, especially um, if you have a couple of beers, he, he comes alive and um, <laughs> can be quite funny as well. So I'll throw him in there with them three. <laughs> nice, no, getting a shout out there, Tommy Lee. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the moodiest, like, just a player that just was never happy? Oh, moodiest. Um... I don't know about... I'll have to have a little think, but I remember... He was he was in the squad, Tebow Frank, the young Frenchie that came yeah, over. Yeah. So he he lived with me um, for his time, and he was quite moody at times, especially like because I'd have to wake him up and um, get him ready for tra like not getting ready, but take him training and things like that. And he he didn't like getting up too early um, at training. If you know, sometimes he might have thought he was going to be in the squad that week at times, and um, <laughs> you get in the car to go on the way home, and he wasn't really speaking, and uh, he just had that little moody look on his face, and um, especially obviously living with him was could make it difficult at times. <laughs> uh, to, but as a as a player, like a someone else to think of, um, I know, I definitely know there was a few because I remember at times thinking, does he ever smile? Do you know what I mean? Like. <laughs> But it's hard. It's to, hard to think. Like, yeah, because of the like five, five years. years of your life, and it? it's tough. Um, well, who we got in the current squad that's just always in some form of sulk with life? Uh, yeah, <laughs> trying to think. 
I need a list here. Um, <laughs> I can't get a list of five years worth of players. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know. I don't. Lanty wasn't moody, but he was up and down a lot. Yeah. Um. At times, another great fellow though. Um. Great value as well. Um. I think the tough thing is, no one's ever really in that much of like an arse. Sometimes it's just having the motivation to actually do something that yeah, day. Yeah, it's just yeah. finding the people that have less motivation more often. Yeah. <laughs> yeah do you know what? Actually, it's saying Addy was one of the funniest. He could be up and down as well and come in <laughs> in a mood. And um, But when he was on, he was on. Uh, I think we've all got a little bit of that in it. Yeah, we, we do, we do, don't we? <laughs> we'll move on from that one. Who's... Come back to that. Or what group of people, if there's a few... Just skillful players just could just do like anything, whether it be flicking with one hand, changing the ball into the other, just do things that you haven't really seen a lot of players do in your time. Yeah. Um played with some, yeah, very skillful players here. Um obviously I think Magsy, obviously he's gotta be up there. He could he could do it all, couldn't he? Um I think he's still our more skillful. Yeah, player do you know what I see him still yeah, out there he, he still absolutely carves it off. It's ridiculous. Um Yeah, he and he definitely did plenty of, you know, unreal things uh while playing for us as well towards the back end, which yep. you know, still saying how good he was just to still be doing it at that age. Um I think even now, I think Jez he's got so yeah, much skill. Um, the things he can do, kicking and, and passing and and flicking and that, I think he's going to showcase that over the next few years. Also, uh, Dino, Dean Hadley, he's uh, one of the most skillful um, people I've seen, especially off the pitch at training and that if we're playing football and, and things like that. He's um, coordination and skill, I think he's, he's second to none. Yeah, he loves um, his football, doesn't he? he just, yeah, he's, he's quality. He's just one of them that just... Don't look skillful, and people probably don't appreciate it. But yeah, it goes under the radar. Yeah, yeah. Even these ball playing, like on the field, I think um, people miss a lot of that. But the last question that we'll speak about, like the boys who you've played with and stuff, if you could pick like your all-round favourite teammate, who would you have? Like, who's the one that you just love to be with, like every day at work? Besides you? Yeah, besides um... me, obviously. <laughs> Uh, that's a tough one. I've had many good ones here. Um, you know, like I, I didn't always enjoy being around Shelly, but it was good to just for stories and um, and the mood and that at times. <laughs> um, but probably like who I've I've grown closest to would be Jimmy Kynhurst. Yep. Um, and obviously he's just re-signed for the yep. club. Really happy for him, and that's a testament to his attitude and that as a teammate, he's great like that. Um, I think we're we're pretty similar as people though, which is um, so like I quite enjoy being with him. So I'd say yeah, he'd probably be uh, my top pick. Oh well, second year. Yeah, yeah, second. <laughs> nice save there. Yeah, just obviously Jimmy's done done well this year, even though he hadn't necessarily played all the games. Is it's the stuff that he's been doing in training. Yeah, in right. way, people don't see in that. Yeah, and he just um, his attitude. Yeah, is second to none. Yeah. So very last question. Yeah, just in your own words, just sum up your time since you've been here. What is it, five years now? Just try and a little summary of how we've enjoyed it. You know, any any last thank yous that you want to do? Yeah, and yeah. Stuff like that? Um, so yeah, it's five years. It's it's been a, I guess you could say an up and down ride. I guess um, you know, getting promoted first year and then 
in the relegation battle, things like that, injuries, um, and then winning games. And then this season, I'm um, looking to finish in the playoffs. But all in all, it's a, you know, I might have changed little things, but um, it's been a great time. Um, I said the other day, I had a, a an interview on the game day and I said, when I first signed over here, it was a two-year deal and I, I didn't really expect to, well, a lot of my friends and family wouldn't have expected me to last five years. Um, I probably didn't myself either. And I think that's just uh, a credit to the club, um, players, fans, top to bottom, how welcome everyone's made me feel. Um, and I've thoroughly enjoyed my time and, um, you know, I'll be forever grateful for that and um, appreciative and, and thankful to everyone. Yeah, like I said, not just um, here at the club, like as in the staff, the players, um, the fans, the people around the city, um, the the way they've made me feel and that. Um, it's been unreal and and yeah, thank you all, all very much and um, be sad to go. Yeah, well said, mate. And that, well, I think that's a good time to probably wrap up the episode. So we'll just thank everybody out there for listening and thanks for coming on, Quinny. I know it's not, probably haven't been the easiest thing to do, but shows your professionalism still and we'll all love and miss you. Yeah, no, thank you, mate. It's been a pleasure and um, looking forward to tomorrow now and, and watching that playoff run. Yep, lovely. Cheers.